The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and it's Masters Eve mailbag episode. Just three guys chatting about Augusta National. That intro will never get old. We could just play that nonstop for the next 45 minutes, and I'd be pretty happy. Joining me from the scene, look at you two, from Augusta, Georgia, or close enough, Mark Immelman is here. What's up, Mark? Hey guys, how we doing? It's it's. I tell you what, I wish the weather was better, but uh, Augusta National without the patrons to me was fantastic today. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, it was wonderful out there. Golf course, despite all the rains, in great shape. So it, it's going to be a really, really good week. Uh, Kyle Porter is here. KP, uh, you had quite. We're, we're going to dive into it, but but you had quite the experience out there on a Wednesday. Yeah, it was. Uh... You know, you, it's not a it's not a tournament where you want the patrons gone forever. But <laughs> selfishly, for a week, for a day, even kind of awesome. I mean, it was kind of unbelievable. And you know, you don't again like that's what makes the Masters great. And so, like nobody wishes that. But for somebody who is there and gets to kind of be out on the course and stuff, it 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 makes it uh, it makes it pretty cool. I love it. Um, go ahead, Mark. No, I was going to say, I was out there with a colleague who'd just been here before, you know, covering the Masters. And he had gone out a day before me, and he said to me, he goes, it's just so eerily quiet. And so we went out there this morning, and I'm like, this is just so eerily perfect right now. And look, again, I, I want people to come out here and see this gym that is Augusta National. But it was just beautiful. It was pure golf out there today, and it, and it was incredible. I love it. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, quick housekeeping items. If you would like to support us so we can support you, subscribe and like this video on YouTube. You can also help out by leaving us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. We're giving away, how about this, 55-inch television. I'll have details on that later in the show, so hang tight. And if that wasn't enough, you can win five thousand dollars without putting up a single penny of your own money because the cbs sports golf props are back cbssports.com slash golf props answer 10 questions have a chance to win five thousand dollars again more details on that later in the show let's jump into it gentlemen i'm very jealous you both spent the day at augusta national today mark we'll start with you on this um the big looming storyline is of course going to be the weather the forecast doesn't look all that great but how does this course uh absorb the 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 water we know the sub air system exists like how, how could this actually impact the tournament well the good news is the weather seems to be kind of dissipating in a strange way and i don't want to tempt fate but 
we were supposed to have heavy rains through the night, heavy rains today, and heavy rains for the first round. And today, I mean, it th- there were sprinkles at times uh, when I was out there. I don't know about UKP. And then later on in the day, towards the end of play, it rained a little bit, but nothing like was pref- expected or forecast. There's supposed to be some rain tonight and then some tomorrow, and then it's supposed to be dissipating earlier. So from that point of view, good news. Um, from the golf course playing like I was kind of hoping it would, um, bad news because it's real wet out right now. The fairways especially are wet, um, whereas the greens were a little firmer yesterday with the overnight rains we took last night. I, I saw some balls hitting the greens like beanbags. I mean, the things were digging in, you know, leaving a pretty healthy-sized pitch mark and stopping right by their ball mark. There's very little spin uh, around the green right now for those guys who like to play high spin kind of stuff. So you'll probably see guys hitting uh, chip shots with a little more roll, perhaps floaty balls a little bit more than that low checker that everyone likes the pros to likes to see the pros hit. Uh, you're going to see um, the ball not rolling out in the fairway very much at all. Uh, now they can control the greens the greens firmness with the sub air system, but they're going to have to have those things pumping through the night and through play tomorrow if they want to control stuff. If we do get the rain now, this forecast because already uh, the place is pretty damp. But all that being said, um, I, I just no ropes out there is is cool to see. Um, no uh, spectator observation stands, no patron observation stands out there. Kind of opens up the golf course a little bit. Um, you'll see different lines off the tee, in my opinion, now because fairways aren't lined by patrons. Um, it, like I said, it's just pure golf. I just wish, given the undulation around this place and what a great golf course it is it was a little drier. So you'd see the ball roll a bit more. The no rope stuff is interesting. So, so KP, you, you put out a great article today on, on your day, on, on your Wednesday, what was it? Morning, afternoon, uh, where you got an opportunity to follow around, uh, three special players around a special place. And you just, what had to stay behind the, uh, the white, the white paint on the ground. Yeah. It's, uh, (laughs) it's weird because, you know, normally I, I don't follow tiger at Augusta because what's the point? Like there's no, (laughs) there's no way to see him here. Um, This is the one major where you don't get inside the ropes, which, you know, so say whatever you want about it. it, It's kind of a cool deal. There's, there's everybody's just kind of the same out here. And so you, you, I mean, I've tried to watch his round last year when he won, but you're kind of catching glimpses and bits and pieces and so I kind of stumbled upon him and Adam Scott and Fred Couples playing uh, the front nine on Wednesday, and there was 20 people there when he teed up <laughs> on number one. And it's just like, how, how many times have like you has, has somebody gotten a front row seat for every shot on the front nine for Tiger at Augusta? That would do, it. Just it just doesn't. I mean, it probably not even people in his family have done that because you can't like, it's just impossible. And so it was pretty special. It was pretty cool. And it was pretty cool to see him. You know, I, I think he's probably one of the two or three smartest guys that's ever kind of played the game and played that place. And that place is such a, you know, I called it a Rubik's cube in my article. It's, it has so you know, there's some, there's always something to learn. That's what you hear guys talk about. And so it was cool to see him kind of dissect it and try different shots and hit different putts. And, you know, for him, it's probably a casual Wednesday 
kind of getting ready for the masters. But for me to get a front row seat to that was, uh, it, it was, it was as good as it gets for me out there. I mean, you know, you look back at the final round last year, obviously that's awesome, but I don't know. There's something about like getting to see kind of that, like him put the work in and, and kind of the behind the scenes stuff that to me is just as special, if not more so than watching him win. Were they sharing any insight out there, KP? Were they uh, were they talking about any any reads, any lines, or was it just three guys kind of in their own bubbles, preparing in their own way? Yeah, they were talking a lot, but they weren't talking about really the course very much. They were talking about everything else. Uh, Fred Couples was sh- uh, showing Tiger Kyle Berkshire uh, videos <laughs> on his phone, which was hilarious. Uh, they were talking football. They were talking everything but the course. And then when they would get to the greens, they would kind of get into their own world and, and kind of do their own thing. So, um, you know, there's only 52 guys that have ever won the masters and three of them played together on Wednesday morning. And there was like, at, you know, when I left the group, there was like eight people watching and you're like, this is, this is crazy. Like this is, this never happened. So it was just, it was a really cool experience. And, and I was, I was really glad that I got to kind of, kind of see it firsthand. I love it. Uh, the the favorite for this week to add his name to that list of Masters champions is Bryson DeChambeau. Mark, you are some of our eyes on the scene. I've seen a lot of Bryson on the range, on Instagram. Have we laid eyes on him on the course? Have you seen him in action already? Uh, well, Carl's raising his hand, so I'll defer. I have not. So I watched him drive 14, and I watched him play 15. How'd it go? And he hit driver twice on 14, and then he hit three wood on 14, and he played the three wood in. The drivers were – everything was, like, right where he wanted it. That's that's the part that's crazy. He's not hitting it, like, all over the place. He's hitting it really – like, he's really controlling it, which is terrible. Oh, boy. Uh, but he played the three wood shot, the second shot in. The driver shots, though, Rick, they were almost pitches. Like, they weren't on 14. They weren't – he probably would have taken a half swing, three quarter swing, something like that. But he was almost pitching it into 14. And then on 15, he's not, he's not really on the down slope. He's kind of on that sort of middle ground on 15. That's kind of flat. It's probably a little down, but it looks flat. And he hit, I don't know, eight iron in maybe, maybe nine. It was just such an easy eight iron though. It wasn't, it's just, it's not a, he doesn't have to try to get it there on the second shot, which I think is is kind of the scary part for what he's doing. We, we don't have to talk about Bryson much after this. We've spent a lot of oxygen on him. But, Mark, it, like, is this going to work? Is he just going to break? If he if he does this, like, I can't – like, I, I remember what all the conversation was after Winged Foot. I'm a little scared about what the conversation is going to be if he wins this week. Well, there's two holes, in my opinion, that Carl references. I mean, there's no need for him to hit driver off 15 because I'd, I'd rather hit something. Like from the top of the hill, most guys are going in there with five, six, seven irons, you know, when it's dry. So from the top of the hill, Bryson's probably a club longer than them. So he's going to have eight iron from the top of the hill, just kind of adjacent to those two tall loblolly pines there in the landing area. That's like 340 off the tee-ish. Um, so there's you, you drive it farther than that, and you've got that horrid downhill light to a perched up green with nothing but disaster on either side. So I don't think driver is the play for him on 15. And for 14-6, I don't really see the advantage of that either. There's only really one whole location on 14 that it might help. 
And that's the one that's back left in the green because that little corridor where the hole can be cut over there is just tiny. It is teeny tiny. The, the rest of the place on the green, you can feed balls in there. So driving the ball down there, you know, he can hit three wood and probably a wedge into the green, so I don't see the need for it. Um, so, but, but to your question, it's again, it's still a second shot place. He's going to get himself a lot of scoring clubs in there like Tiger did back in 97. And we saw what Tiger did with a place, but you got to make putts. And the one thing Woods did do, and you heard him talk about this in the in the uh, in his pre-tournament press conference, is he made a lot of putts and he had some really quality irons that week when he got his first Masters win. So Bryson might bash drivers down there and have short clubs in. That that stacks the odds in your favor, but it's never been a guarantee. I sound like Brooks Kepka now, so forgive me. It's never been a, it's never been a guarantee to a low score. Um, let's play, let's play this game. Uh, and, and KP, this is, uh, this is a no laying up thing, I believe, right? Where they pick a top name who will definitely under no circumstances, absolutely (laughs) not win this week. And this always makes you look silly in about five days from now, but we've got to find out the guy who's absolutely not going to win. And how do we define, how do we define top players, Kyle? It's gotta be like what? 25 to one or better odds. All right, so here, here are those guys. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, Terrell Hatton. You have to pick one of those who is certainly not going to win this week. I kind of want to go back to the Bryson well, even though we got, <laughs> this we got, is so bad. We got hosed at Wingfoot. We did this once already. Is because I'm with Mark. Like I, Everybody's freaking out about it, and I think that – there is something there to freak out about, but it's not like it's not like he raised his chances to win to like fifty percent or thirty yeah. percent. It's still like ten. I mean, it's still like just a sliver of a chance that he wins. I, I guess I'll go Kepka. I don't really believe in kind of his recent. I, I just I don't know. It feels a little smoke and mirrors with him right now. Um, so yeah, I'll say Brooks Kepka. I got burned. We we got burned bad on Bryson the last time we tried this. Um, I w- I wanted to say Brooks, but I also feel like that could burn me. This is so hard. This is so hard. Um, I will say, God, I hate this. I hope I'm, I think Rory. I, I mean, it, we, we are now forty or forty five rounds into his restart, where he has not hit his irons well. I know he's got weapons all over the place, but. You got to be able to hit it to the right spot, right, Mark? Like, I, I, I don't know. This is scary. I, I think that's a good okay. one. Okay, you, you know what this game is. This <laughs> game is played by people that will never, ever have to interview the individuals they're talking about, okay? Correct. So yes. it's probably a good idea for me to defer from this conversation because there's every likelihood I'm going to bump into one of these guys in the locker room or on the range or somewhere. So it's easy for uh, the no-laying-uppers to go, well, you know, so-and-so because we'll never see him. So for me to say Brooks is a bad idea because I'm going to bump into him, and for me to say Bryson, it's the same sort of thing. But of those names you give, um, with respect to Tyrrell Hatton, <laughs> I, I've, I've got to go Tyrrell here because any one of these guys can win. They, they can turn it on and win. Any single one of those names you've mentioned, I, I would venture a bigger bet to say you're probably going to find the winner come from that group of players, just the way this golf course is stacking up right now. But uh, Tyrrell hasn't had the best record around there. Um, so I, I, I'm going to go with Tyrrell Hatton in this horrible discussion. I mean, this is asinine. 
<laughs> okay, well, uh, they're certainly not going to win this week, but you can win this week. We're giving away a 55-inch TV. Here is what you need to know if you would like a chance to win it. Uh, first of all, contest completely free. How about that? To win, go to cbssports.com slash first cut giveaway. That link is in the description of the episode if you're watching on YouTube as well as in the podcast description on all podcasting platforms. This contest ends November 23rd. So the winner will get to watch the next Masters, which is unbelievably only five months away in crispy high definition. Go and get your entries in right now um okay let's let's do this so so obviously this is a week unlike any other uh mark you have i don't know if we've ever talked about this on air or not um there's kind of a different vocabulary that we use around augusta national right we call them patrons they are certainly not fans i believe there's a specific way to describe i'm gonna get this wrong it's either the flag stick or the pin placement or whatever and also what what year what year is this mark what year is this? What year is this championship? How would you describe this this year? Last year was 2019. This is to 2020, 2020. Am I getting this I, wrong? Wait, I thought it's not 2020. You can't say 2020 at the Masters. It's 2020, isn't it? Um, I was not aware of that rule. Oh, I thought you told me this. <laughs> no. Did I dream this now? Uh, I guess. Yeah, no, it's um, it's the 84th, 86th. Carl, help me. Is the 86th Masters or the 84th? 84th. 84th. It's the 84th Masters. I got that one wrong too. <laughs> 84th Masters. Yeah. Is there, is no, there anything else no that, year. We, that we, yeah, producer Jacob is on my side here about, about there being a specific I've never way to pronounce it. <laughs> yes, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't me. It was, it sounds it like was my Malter speed. again. It sounds like my speed driving. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, uh, this is this is crazy. No, you guys won't. No, uh, this, this wasn't as bad as your speed driving comment. <laughs> um, this is this is so good. Uh, all right, KP. So here here's here's the thing. Um, we we've been talking a little bit about weather. Obviously, obviously it's going to change. But uh, with you being on the ground, I mean, it, it, are some of these guys just going to get? First of all, are they going to get kind of on the wrong side of the draw? And doesn't that stink if you're on the wrong side of a draw? That's like two shots in one direction, and it's just luck of the draw. It does stink. I think that it was really soggy today, which I thought was interesting. Like I have mud all over my shoes. It, it's it's not. It's it, and I think the you know the greens were very they were pretty brown. Like Speed talked about that I think on Monday, and so the greens look pretty I think normal if not firm, but I think what's going to happen I think the wrong side of the draw is maybe going to be where you have to pause on a. Friday night and then come back on Saturday morning or something like that. I, I don't know that there's necessarily going to be a like, and maybe there will be, who knows? They might play through some nasty weather, but it seems like because of when the rain is going to, I think what's going to happen is you're going to get rain on Thursday morning. You're going to start the entire tournament at like 10 30 AM on Thursday. And so it's going to push everything into like, like further into the weekend. So you're going to get guys that tee off late on Friday, like Tiger, that don't finish on Friday, have to come back early on Saturday. That's what he did in 05 when he beat DeMarco. That was the one that was on Golf Channel on, on uh, Tuesday night. So I think that is kind of the wrong side of the draw. I don't know that there – I mean, we'll have the strokes there to kind of 
assess like what the wrong side is, but I don't know that it's going to be a weather thing as much as as it's going to be kind of a start stop thing throughout the week. Well, the two, two stoppages and two better sides of uh, of the draw, you know, that typically happens if there's huge changes in wind in terms of the velocity, or if you have like really heavy rains. But as far as the forecast goes, if I'm understanding this correctly, and it does pan out because the one thing, and Carl can attest to this, it is really humid out here. And the temperatures I'm used to in Georgia at this time of the year, it is downright steamy. And so because of that, if there's rain with this heat, it's probably going to turn into some sort of thunderstorm, which means that play will be suspended. So then everyone will come off the course, and then everyone will go back. It's not like I see one wave of players going through rain, and then the guys who go off a little later have no rain. I don't see much of that sort of thing going on. We've just got to really navigate tomorrow, as far as I'm concerned, and then we'll be on the way. And and there's every likelihood in the morning we might get some rain. But from the forecast I'm hearing about, there's, there, there might be some electricity involved. Mark, you're on you're on Amen Corner coverage tomorrow or all week? Uh, all week. Okay, so you're you're getting your early start because they're going off split tees. So we'll hear yeah. that voice. We'll we'll see we'll see uh, uh, like seven ten a.m. or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, well, I just got a message from our producer. It looks like we'll probably be on the air at seven ten. Um, first groups off at seven a.m. and so we'll have tee shots from when they hit eleven t, and it's going to be Sandy Lyle. And uh, let me have a look at my groupings here real fast. Uh, 10T, excuse me a second, I'm getting there. Um, I know Bryson's one of the first groups through. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a lot. How about, uh, speaking of group, how about, how about Billy Horschel being in a feature group, but DJ and Rory not? It's, uh, they don't care, dude. Like, everybody's the same out here, right? That's a yeah, we got, for sure. Yeah, we got 10th T, Sandy Lau. Jimmy Walker and Yushin Lin, who's a sensational amateur from China. Uh, and Jimmy Walker, get this, has apparently got Bones Mackay on the bag. So that's an interesting little something to look oh, at. Oh, that's for. right. Who's y'all's, uh, who's y'all's low am this week? Uh, well, Augustine, right? He's he's the guy? He's the guy I want, yeah, isn't he? He's, he's pretty good, John. Yeah, he's the guy. I'd, uh, I'd, say, he's the, I'd say he's the form guy of the bunch. Um you know, he hits the thing long for a slightly built guy. He's kind of built in the Justin Thomas sort of ilk. And he's he's got a real sort of an aggressive streak about him. And the few times I've watched him play, he, he's, he's got a little junkyard dog about him. You know, he's, he's, he's got a chip on the shoulder kind of deal. And so I like, I like the look of him. He, he's an impressive young man. Okay, so we know what Mark's going to be up to on Thursday. KP, where does that leave you for for tomorrow? Yeah, I don't know. Um, what's what's Bryson, <laughs> what's uh, what's Bryson's tea time? He's going off. T- he's like the fourth group off ten. Yeah, so whatever that would 10. be, I'll pro- I'll probably go with him. I, I just I think he's so overwhelmingly the storyline coming into round one that even if he shoots seventy five, that's still kind of a a big story, right? Like the the last major winner, the guy that's kind of you know trying to do all these different things. Uh, it says par is 67. If he shoots 77, that's 10 over, not five over. Um, so yeah, I'll probably go with his group at least for that for that uh, first nine on the on the backside. Okay, so uh, that's 7:33. He's playing alongside John Rahm and Louis Oosthuizen, and it's 7:55 off the same side as Tiger Woods. Uh, so you're telling me that uh, Bryson's a bigger story than Tiger defending? Yeah, for sure. I think. 
Just because I don't think Tiger has a has a very good chance to win. I mean, it, it, it's I don't know. Uh, he's just not he's not playing very well. So to me, to me, Tiger's like the sixth biggest story. I don't know, fourth something. Name like that. Name, name the bigger stories: Bryson, Bryson, Rory. Uh, I think DJ being number one in the world, the run that he's been on. Justin, Justin Thomas, just throw out any name now. <laughs> um, what about um, what about no fans? That's that's a pretty big that's a pretty big story. Yeah, and I think no fans in the course. I, I think I think Tiger's probably top five, but to me, he's not really. And everybody's got their own personal like top story or whatever, but to me, he's not like a top two or three. Um, I might be in the, uh, in the, in the driver's seat then, because I've, I'm going to take advantage of this new, my group feature on masters.com where I can put anybody I want, watch any single shot. Doesn't matter if they're on opposite sides of the course, I can be in multiple places at one time. So gentlemen, I want to find out the five golfers, uh, that if you, you could only watch these five golfers for the week, uh, who they would be. So Kyle, obviously Bryson has to be in your five, correct? Yeah, I'd probably go. Uh, I might go uh, thick boys only. I might oh go, God! Uh, I might go Bryson. I might go. I might go Rom. Okay. Uh, Jason Kokrak. What? What? This you is, are on Team Thick Boy. Hey, uh, Kyle, what room are you in? I need to send help to where you are. <laughs> this, is, this is the Thick Boy group. I'm going with um, the amateur from Argentina, Abel uh, Gallegos. Gallegos. Yeah, Gallegos. Please, let's get this right. He's a thick boy, <laughs> and, and it's Abel. There's, there's no Harry Higgs in the field, so you got to find somebody else. Yeah, there's no Angel Cabrera. Is Ben On? Ben On's a pretty thick dude. Ben, ben On's a good one. I like that. I was, I, I hate that I was scrolling through the Masters leaderboard trying to find thick boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little sacrilegious, I think. Oh, <laughs> okay, so so KP, oh, no, 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 I'll get Shane Lowry. Oh, okay. You well, go. you got to kick, yeah. you got to kick one out now. No, no, no I'll kick out uh, Ben On. Yeah, okay. give, me, give me, give me Shane Lowry. Or so Lee, West, Lee Westwood, like sometimes a thick boy. <laughs> sometimes. So Bryson, Rom, Kokrak, Gallegos, and Shane Lowry. Those are the five golfers Kyle wants to see. Top That's... That. Nobody's topping that. All right, Mark. Uh, let's let's set him straight here. Five golfers only. Please tell me who you'd follow here on the on the my group. Rory. Yep. DJ. Mm-hmm. Tiger. Okay. Um, Patrick can't play. I feel like he might do something. Mm. How many is that? Is that four? Four. Uh, Jordan Spieth, just to see what he gets up to. Okay, I had Spieth in okay. mind too. <laughs> and then uh, I'm vacillating between Ram and Adam Scott. Um, so I might have to toss one there. Yeah, I think you got to get Cantlay out of there. I mean, he might play yeah, well, okay. but he's not going to be that good fun. Call. Yeah. yeah, good call. Yeah, okay, Ram and Adam. All right, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I Spieth made my list because I don't know what I'm gonna see, like, and I need to see what I don't know I'm gonna see. So it's a roller coaster. That's yeah. a roller coaster. Yeah. So Spieth, Spieth, Tiger, Bryson, Rory, and then anybody you want. Um, I, I'm cool. stuck on a on a final guy. So cool. you, you see, Phil. I guess could be fun too. I guess the luxury for me is I've seen Bryson play a little bit, and I've seen him play. Uh, you know, while we're calling golf. So I've seen it. I've seen how hard he swings. I've watched him on the range. I, I get it. But but I want to see how, you know, well, I guess I'm talking myself out of my point here where 
I want to see how people go about deconstructing Augusta National. Uh, I want to see, you know, strategy they adopt. Uh, I want to see how they're dealing with stuff. Where Bryson is going to get there and smash driver and, and hit something else from there. Where I, I want to see how the other guys go about stuff. I do my best to live a healthy lifestyle. I try to get out there, work out, break a sweat when possible. I'm not necessarily a fitness or a a wellness freak, but I'm just trying to be a little bit healthier every single day, which is where Sun Warrior comes into play for me. It is a plant-based, eco-friendly, performance-boosting, all things brand that I want to talk about. And it's their active nutrition line that is something that I've been messing around with over the course of the past couple of months. And it's really working out for me because with protein, creatine, pre-workout and hydration, these products are designed to optimize your performance. And I'm always up for optimizing any aspect of my life, even boosting my own energy reserves or being more hydrated after a long day in the gym or on the golf course. It really does turbocharge my recovery. It's something that I really take seriously and it's real nutrition for real life. So go check out sunwarrior.com and use code first. You hear that? Your dog knows spring is coming sooner than you think. Dog walks, dog parks, playing fetch, all the stuff your dog loves to do with you. But the warmer weather also means that fleas and ticks are coming back. Fleas and ticks are in the grass, in the woods, and even on their dog friends. Fleas are an itchy nuisance, can easily get into your home, furniture, and beds, which can be terrible. Ticks are even worse. They're hard to spot, but can carry disease and get your dog really sick. PetMeds has your furry friend protected with the best products to prevent flea and ticks all year long. PetMeds pharmacists connect directly with your vet to save you time and deliver the best products for your pet. PetMeds offers low prices on all flea and tick meds, including Nexgard, Simperica, and more. And PetMeds AutoShip helps you save even more with additional discounts on regular shipments of PetMeds, dog food, and other high-quality supplies. So get ready for all the spring fun now. Visit PetMeds.com and use promo code PODCAST to save 40% on your first auto ship order that's petmeds.com and promo code podcast gentlemen i'm not sure if you've heard golf props game is back you can win five thousand dollars by winning our golf props game for this week's tournament in augusta georgia i've already loaded all the questions in in fact they've been in there for a couple days you better get going online at cbssports.com slash golf props a link is in the description and you will need a cbs sports account to play you can also find the game on the cbs sports app it is easy to play and here is one of the questions that you will find very simple gentlemen who will have a better finishing position and your options are Xander Shoffley, who we all did not include in our top five, Brooks Kepka, or Tony Finau. Kyle Finau, Kepka, Xander Shoffley. Uh, probably Xander, I guess. I mean, Xander's going to be like T6, right? Yeah, the range of outcomes for Xander is uh, T4 to T7. And like not really threaten <laughs> to win, but kind of be in it. So yeah, I'll go with Xander. Okay, Mark Xander, Kepka, or Tony Fino? Uh, Xander. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. He's yeah. he's he's definitely the safest. All three, by the way, all three of these guys finished inside the top five last year. Uh, that leaderboard from 2019 was absolutely just bonkers. Yeah, it Un- was unbelievable stuff. Um, I have a couple of trivia questions. 
Oh yeah, here we go. I was hoping we would do this. See, we I've always got a, a little one, one or two things up my sleeve here. Um, we can start. We'll, we'll go back and forth. We'll start easy, and we'll and we'll work our, our we'll work our way up here. Mark, okay. Mark's gonna kill me. This is this is not. A- <laughs> I, did Mark just stand up to like prepare for this? No, no. He's- <laughs> nah, I'm moving my phone around. <laughs> I thought he was like stretching You're getting the profile. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we'll 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 start easy here. Um, Mark, we'll go. For, we'll go to you first. Who is the youngest Masters champion? Good lord, Jordan <laughs> Spieth. Spieth. Okay, no. Kyle, would you like to steal? Tiger. It's Tiger. Jordan Spieth is number two. Oh goodness! All right. All right, Kyle. Who has gone the longest between Masters titles? Uh. So Tiger went uh, 22 years, and Nicholas went, I think it's probably Tiger. It is Tiger. Yes, correct. This I one, knew Mark, that one. <laughs> Mark, I, 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 you might know this. Uh, I have never heard this in my, in my entire life, but I feel like this is something you might know. Uh, these are all courtesy of uh, somebody gave me these. Well, I'll, I'll cite who gave me these in a second. Um, what was previously located on the land where Augusta National was built? And I can give you was, options if you need it. It was a nursery. Fruitland a, Nursery? Fruitland's Nursery, yeah. Yeah, congratulations. This is from, uh, these are all courtesy of uh, Doug Ferguson at, at the AP. The, these are all his questions. So if you have issue with them, take them up with, uh, with Doug. Um, here's one. Oh, this is really good. I, okay, KP, most runner-up finishes at the Masters without ever winning. And I can give you options if you need them. Without ever winning? Correct. Uh, I think it's, um, oh, hold on. Um, is it Johnny Miller? It is not. Wait, wait, wait. It's, uh, who, who, who did Nicholas beat in 75? G- give me, give, give me the, uh, here are options. Uh, option a Greg Norman option B Ken Venturi option C Tom Weisskopf. It's Weisskopf. It is Weisskopf. Yeah. Yeah. There are a slew of very interesting proposition questions for uh, this week. Obviously, gentlemen, this is basically our, our Super Bowl, right? So you get Super Bowl level uh, offerings. And uh, this one's from producer Jacob. He wants to know if you think there will be a hole in one this week. Now, now, as you may know, uh, making an ace this week is actually a favorite. Not many weeks on on tour do we get it to be a favorite. Minus 225. KP, the the obvious answer, the most likely place, of course, what, 16 on Sunday, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like it, I feel like, I'm, sorry, I was, I was uh, looking up this, this Martha Burke. <laughs> I'm astonished by it. How is that real? What that what what real that there's two two different ones? Yeah, yeah, I know it's crazy. <laughs> and and both of them tied to Augusta National. Yeah, that's really strange. Um, yeah, sixteen on Sunday. It feels like it's happened like two or three times every year for the last five years. You had JT, you had uh, Bo Van Pelt. I guess that was like seven years ago. You had. Uh, Matt Kuchar, you, you've had so many guys make a one there. You had Tiger almost do it last year. Um, yeah, you got to be 16 on Sunday. The, yeah, JT made one in 2019. Bryson made one 
in 2019. Charlie Hoffman in 18. Louis Ustazen in 16. David, there was, that, there was that, that was by the way the best one ever because his ball kissed off JB Holmes and both balls nearly went in the cup. That would have been right. sweet. That's right. That is that Mark. What's uh, what's the coolest thing you've seen you've seen live there? Apart from my brother winning the Masters, well, that was pretty cool. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll rank we'll rank that number one. What was the second coolest thing? Uh, this is going to sound sort of silly, but I'm going to say this to you. In fact, that year, um, 2005, that was on TV a couple of nights ago um, when it was so wet. My brother was in contention, and he made nice on 16. And we were caught up on the top of 15 fairway because it was so wet they'd close the walkways to get down there because it's the lowest part of the course. And uh, my wife, Tracy, and I, we were stuck next to 17 greens, sort of players right, looking at a 15 fairway, and we had the big scoreboard um, that's that's right there um, on number seven, just about 100 yards away. And Tiger comes walking past, and he's like in the zone because now he's in the final group and in contention. And the crowds are going absolutely bananas, and all of a sudden we hear this roar, um, he goes past us, and this little kid that's just in front of us, and the road, like Kyle said in his piece, there, there's like five, ten people deep and all the way down both sides of the fairway there. And uh, some little kid goes, go, Tiger. And he snaps his head around and looks at this kid from like 50 yards away. And I've never seen anything like it. I picked just that little voice out of all of the crowds and looked at the kid and sort of nodded to him and then went on and won the tournament. But then beyond that, so now he goes down there and it's the par five and we hear this massive, I mean, this massive roar from down there. And I look at Tracy and she looks at me and she goes, Tiger just made Eagle. Because now we're, Trevor's in contention, right? Yeah. And we're waiting for the result and everyone's looking over at the big scoreboard over there because the, the numbers come up a whisker late. And some dude behind me taps me on my shoulder and he goes, it was your brother. He must have aced 16. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, look, he's gone from like five to seven or whatever the score was over there. So, so, I mean, that was pretty cool, cool. But to watch Tiger just sort of snap out of the zone to look at this kid and nod at him and then go on, that that, that will forever be etched in my memory. That's wow. A That's really good. According to the internet, which everything you read on the internet is 1,000% true, Trevor made a hole-in-one at 16 with a seven iron from 177 yards. That sound about right? This is the truth. And I tell you what, that's the biggest vertical I've ever seen him do in his life. I mean, he was <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> a couple, three feet off the ground. He got up there for a, for a young white boy. And he was wearing the visor, right? So the hair, the hair moved with it. Yeah, it was, it was all very <laughs> graceful. He looked like a gazelle. <laughs> uh, that's mine, awesome. Mine, yeah. was, mine was also on 16. It was uh, no surprise here. The putt that Spieth made in 2018 when Reed won – and Spieth looked like he was going to shoot a 62 to win the Masters. He was, I think at that point he was, what, eight under? That put him at eight under? Nine under? I think he was nine under because he finished with a 64. So that put him at nine under for the day. And I think he was like one back. And you're like, is it? Like, every, like it was it was as loud as I've ever heard 16. All the people I was with were like cursing and screaming <laughs> and we couldn't hear each other. And it was just it was such an unfathomable moment because of where he'd started, what he had already done at Augusta and where the putt was from. You can't make that putt. And he buried it. And that was the one where he looked at Greller and was like, are you kidding me? And he pars 17 and then makes bogey on 18 when he clipped the, the tree off the, off the tee. But I don't know. That was a, that was a really unique and special one to me, just kind of following it and covering it. And I don't know. It was pretty cool. 
I, you know what? This is a fantastic conversation because it gets my mind going. And, and the, you know, I've been fortunate that these are things that I haven't necessarily seen on TV because like some of the shots Tigers hit like on 16 and some of the shots I've seen on television have been mind-blowing at the highest. I mean, that is pressure cooker stuff coming down the, the final nine holes. And the stuff these guys do is just nuts. But, but one of the most special things I've ever seen was now I'm really dating myself. The honorary starters get this Sam Sneed, Gene Sarazen, Byron Nelson. I mean, th- th- this is Palmer and Nicholas and player were, were, were incredible. But when you got the squire, Gene Sarazen, you got sweet swinging Sneed. And of course, you got Byron Nelson, Lord Byron. That, that, that was pretty cool because it was one of the first times I'd been to Augusta National. And to see these three legends of the game uh, teeing off the Masters as the honorary starters was something that will stay with me. I love it. It's it's so cool. Um, gentlemen, I want you to remove yourself from our profession. Uh, I want you <laughs> to just look deep into your hearts and with nothing on the line, nothing monetary, nothing professional, just all personal love, I want to know who you want to win this week. Who would you actually want to become maybe again or for the first time a Masters champion, KP, who is that guy for you? I mean, that one's pretty easy for me. Jordan. No. <laughs> Rory. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I like that one too. It, it would be, you know, it, it would be weird because without people there to celebrate it, but it, it would be pretty cool. And his, he would be, he would have really, he would have great stuff to say about it. Um, everybody in the game would be excited about it. it. It would just be a, it would be a pretty awesome ending to what's been a pretty kind of crappy year all the way around mark who do you want to win well i'm not allowed to answer these questions so i'm just <laughs> going to say you both know who i would like to win so i'll leave it right there yeah i mean i think and i think there's definitely like uh, there's really great stories right and and, and i've mentioned this before uh, we, we are we are in such a great position where so many of the top players are are playing well at this moment i wish we could inject jordan spieth into this right if jordan like he is he's so good for the game uh, i think bryson would make our jobs uh very interesting over the next couple of of months and years if he finds a way uh, to become victorious if brooks is back so there really is uh certainly no no go going wrong with this right who's, who's your pick Steve I, I, no um Rory would be really good um I I think that Spieth would be great for the game I think Rory would be historic I think if I just had to pick one guy I wouldn't mind a young guy doing it like like Morikawa I think would be pretty cool Morikawa would be awesome yeah it would be I mean uh, just ushering in this era of golf that we have right now is unbelievable. You guys talked about just how many, how few people, uh, what a, like, like last night's dinner, I caught up with Nick Faldo in the gym just a little while ago. And he was talking about last night's champions dinner, which is think of that fraternity to be in that select group of individuals. And, and then think about um, folks who've made it into hall of fame. And I was looking through the list today as I was preparing for the broadcast. There's a few Hall of Famers that are still playing, and that speaks to who they are and their longevity. But then you look at the folks that have achieved this, the career Grand Slam. I mean, this is this is just it's you can't describe the achievement of it. And then for Woods to do four in a row, and Bob Jones to do his four in a row, I mean that that is indescribable. So I, I think that story should override everyone else. 
Yeah, it really is. And I think we were saying, what maybe it was last night, KP, like nobody's completed a, gr- a career grand slam. I mean, twice in the last 54 years or something. Yeah. It's well, you also, you also spoke about the names that haven't. I mean, like Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Uh, the, the, think, th- think of the list of names that have not completed that career career grand slam. It is, it's a it's a who's who of the game. Uh, Sneed, Palmer, Watson. No, it's just it's ridiculous. So, so it's a massive achievement. Yeah, uh, it's got, it, but I think it's gotten to your point, Rick. It's gotten a little, not buried, but it's just not. Uh, it's not at the forefront, and some of that's Tiger, some of that's Bryson, some of it's the the pandemic is it because he's already had a couple of cracks at it and he will continue to have cracks at it? Like it's not a one-time deal. He gets, he in theory gets to do this every single year. Yeah. I think also people, I think especially like people like us are a little wary of it of like, okay, here we go again. You know, Rory's going to shoot 67 on Thursday and then 74 on Friday and we're going to buy in and then it's going to go badly. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's, um, I think that there are a number of, of different reasons, but I think that all of those are, are, are probably in play. If he shoots 67 on Thursday, it is one-way traffic bus. He normally doesn't start very well around this place. So if he gets him, if he gets himself a start in the 60s, you better watch out. You better not cry. Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. <laughs> I promise you. November. Santa Claus is <laughs> yeah, coming exactly. in November. Uh, uh-huh. All right, two, two quick things, gentlemen. Um, Mark, clear up something for us that uh, I've gotten asked this a couple of times. I know the answer. I want to just make it clear. If you, quote, unquote, win multiple green jackets, you have one green jacket. Is that correct? Uh, only one. Yep. Only one, multiple trophies. They, yes, they, they, you, you get the jacket back when you uh, get it again in the, the, the jacket ceremony. There you go. And Kyle, uh, because we've, we've always liked to play trivia, we talked about the career Grand Slam. We'll, we'll leave our viewers with this. Which golfer has the most career major titles without completing the career Grand Slam? Walter Hagen with 11. Oh, Damn, boy. <laughs> you had that like in the like right out of the holster. I'm, I'm frustrated that I didn't get Wisecop. I knew it, and I couldn't think of his name. Uh, Rory has shot two round, two first rounds in the '60s, ever at Augusta. He's been playing since 2009. Once he led on Saturday night, and then the other time he finished. Well, the other time was in 2018. He played in the final pairing. So both times that he shot in the 60s in round one. He's played in the final pairing on Sunday. I love yeah. it. Gentlemen, have fun. Enjoy it. A tradition unlike any other in November. It's finally here. It's Masters Eve. We are hours away. Have fun. We will talk all week long. Kyle Porter, thank you very much. You can find him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. Mark Immelman, you can find him hey. at – yes. Tune in 7, 10 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. We're the only show on TV, guys. Let, let, let's go Amen Corner. Amen Corner coverage, yeah. Mark, at 7, 10 Eastern oh, time. No. Uh, hear those those uh, golden pipes all day long. You can find Mark at Mark underscore Immelman. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been The First Cut.
and we'll catch you next time. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.